literally the last time. I can't keep doing this. All right, I'm fr I'm freezing. I can't even say the word freezing. That's all freezing. I'm fr 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 freezing, sitting here in a blue puffer jacket in the middle of summer. <clears throat> Carly? Oh, okay, but the thing is, is you can add layers to what you're wearing and be fine. Yeah, So but here I am in a jacket, a puffer jacket, in end of July. Okay. This is insane. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Right. I'm, I'm really sorry. Well, all right. Well, let, let's welcome our guests back to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to We're Just Talking, your number one and your favorite Jersey Shore podcast. I guess this is why people say you have like a radio-friendly voice, because that sounded very gimmicky. Well, should I? If that's what people look for in radio voices. Could I, I be know. a game show host instead? That's kind of what it sounded like. Oh, come on yeah. down. Yeah. And you got a new car. Like that? Mm, yeah. I'm going to finish this ice pop. I probably should have done that before we started recording, but. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Today we have another yet another guest. I can't believe we've had so many guests. Like we're just powering through guests. Yeah. Every time I cold message somebody on Instagram or reach out to a company or I just have like fingers crossed like that they don't block me immediately, but we've got a really good response from our uh guest efforts on this show, so I'm really proud of us. Today we have Leslie Ann from the Fat Loss Lifestyle School. Um, she runs a social media account. I found her on Instagram. I know she has a blog as well. And primarily she has a, a fitness program or not a fitness program. I should say a lifestyle nutrition program, which I think rolls fitness into it. And we'll talk more with her about that when she comes in. But, um, just by way of quick background, she runs the coaching, the lifestyle coaching and fitness coach, or, um, nutrition coaching herself so a lot of the contact is with her or I believe she might have some other coaches as well but it's a very interactive program which we like and it's also a very lifestyle centric program which we love and that's kind of what drew me into her blog and her account it's not you know a gimmicky diet it's not a, a fast fix and uh, I know that her plan focuses on a lot of other things besides weight loss like I know it's called fat loss lifestyle diet or lifestyle school, but I think the focus is on general wellness, wouldn't you say? I think it's Yeah, well she says she says it's a school, so therefore yeah. it's not like a program. That's important. It's too. not like a um a challenge or like a three day, sixty day, ninety day, like um, you know, like something where you dedicate your time and money and everything and then all suddenly after when it's over, you know, you, you go back to kind of like your old habits. This is more of a sustainable method. Yeah. of living your life um and incorporating good healthy habits yeah and with like normal like living yeah and, so, the, and the school part i think is focused on education so you know there's like real resources for learning how your metabolism works and how calories work and how energy expenditure works and i think that that's the basis of her program is understanding you know all of those things helps to make it a lifestyle as opposed to a diet, which I really like. But we're going to learn all about that once we talk to Leslie, um, Leslie Ann, when she calls in. Yeah, no, I find it very interesting as well. I think her, so far her program has been targeted more towards uh, women, you know, and have women having good healthy habits and trying to get out of, you know, the old, what the old school like style of thinking when it comes to weight loss and fitness right. and health. Um, but also she has gained a lot of attraction from uh, men as well who are very interested um, and also trying to uh, move forward with healthier ways of living. Yeah, we're definitely um, going to ask her about that because I want to know more about that. Absolutely. So with No spoilers. I mean, I don't know that she's launched that program yet, but right. definitely want to know more about it. Yeah, if she has launched it, absolutely. Definitely want to know more about it. But uh, if not, um, you know, she's able to be diverse and around her program and her, you know, lifestyle school towards um, everybody. Yeah, and 
providing individualistic support. It's not really like, and, and she made a point to tell us that it's not one of these things where you go on to a Facebook group where there's thousands of people and just like maybe somebody will answer your question. It's coaching, you know, there's interactive, like your coach checks in on you a lot. So we're excited to learn more about that from her and about her journey. As everybody knows, every listener of this podcast knows we love a small business. We love supporting small business. So small business. So and to the extent that we can help her business thrive, we would like to do that. So in the meantime, uh, it has been stiflingly hot here in Jersey, um, which I think I said the last time, last recording. I can't remember if we talked about that. Yeah, that's why it's freezing in this house. Well, it's so hot outside, Julian. It's not that hot outside. It Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was 100 degrees this week. It felt nice. Okay, great. Okay, just think about it when, when winter comes along and it's 20 degrees outside and, and snowing. And we're going to wish that it was 100 degrees outside. I don't ever wish that. It, I, I like a, I like the 80s. I like 80 degree weather, but I don't like 100 degrees. You're not going to convince me otherwise. And you look ridiculous in your jacket. Well... I'm warmer than I was before. And to be clear, he's changed the the uh, the temperature of this house to be 72 degrees, so it's it's no longer cold. But he's changed, still being no, I haven't he's changed. He's still being dramatic. Touch the thermostat every time I touch the thermostat. It's you know you don't touch the thermostat. Yeah, because our so our thermostat is like one of those smart thermostats that will like guess what you want the temperature to be. Not very smart. So it'll guess that we want it to be 75 degrees in the house when we're sleeping, and that is just the worst. No, and I said this before. I agree with you. When it when we're sleeping, it needs to be at least 60. 68 degrees at, at the minimum. I mean at degrees. the most. At the most. No. Yeah, at the most. 68 <laughs> degrees. Whatever. You know what I mean. Um, so, but like during like, you know, the normal day when I need to go outside multiple times to warm up because it's so damn cold. Okay. Here. You know what? We just agree to disagree because you can just keep adding layers, whereas I can only take off so many layers before I'm in my fig leaf and have to start moving layers of skin because it's so hot. You know what? Just enjoy the rest of your pop, all right? Okay. Your ice pop. Anyway, Julian started a new job this week. Well, same company, just different position. Yeah, it's a new job, though. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's a new job. And um, the hours are a little bit different right now. I'm kind of working different days and different time frames, early morning, late night, midday. I've actually been traveling to Philly, too, for it. So it's, uh, you know, a little different change of scenery, and it's exciting. And I'm looking forward to the new challenges and new opportunities. But, uh, yeah, definitely time for a change. You know, sometimes, you know, people, um, you know, we tend to get maybe not, not, yeah, not necessarily stagnant or um, stuck where we were. But you got to keep doing what's <clears throat> best for yourself. And if you think there's an opportunity that, that has presented itself to you, maybe in another department, um, another job, even a different company, um, definitely, you know, make sure that you're capitalizing on that and taking advantage of every opportunity that might lead to uh, further uh, growth and development. Yeah. I mean, I think a good policy to have, and I know this is my policy, I just always keep every door open. Keep yourself open opportunity, even if you're not like looking, quote unquote. And like, it's funny because like recruiters will say that they'll be like, you know, are you looking for another uh, another career? Or are you looking to take the next step in your career, whatever their gimmick is? And most times it's no but I'm listening. Yeah. Like, like what, what do you have to offer? Yeah. Like, what yeah. You, if you have a life, a life changing, you know, opportunity, then obviously I'm here for it. But like, am I happy where I am? Yes. I think, I think those two things can be, can happen at the same time. You can be happy where you are, but also still be looking for the next thing. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Because you can be more than happy where you are and that the next thing comes along and it's even better somehow. Yeah. Then it's like, well, well, why would I not at least entertain a conversation? Especially, you know, not embrace those opportunities, especially because our country is currently going backwards with this COVID thing. You know, and it's funny when we started this podcast, I thought for sure that we'd be done talking about this virus by now. No, it's but not going we're, away. We're not done talking about it and it's not going away. So I'm just, I'm, I don't the know. The baseball how... teams are starting to get it. 
Well, no, there's the season's not over yet. There's still, I think, there's a game tonight. I didn't say the season was over. I said the teams are starting to get well, it. Well, yeah, yeah. Some of the right, players which are, is, so, which is a fact. Some of the teams are quarantining uh, due to that. Some of the games are postponed. I think hockey and basketball are starting up very soon, and then it's going to lead right into football. And I don't know how that's going to look because I know a lot of players already opted out of the season. And it's kind of like, I mean, at this point, like, I don't know. It's almost like, let's just stop all sports because, I mean, what, what's the point at this point? You know what I mean? Almost. It's just like, it's just on for it to be on now. Mm-hmm. You know, no one's really in it and you can't have fans in the stands, you know, like that's a huge aspect of it. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have noticed lately by watching any games, but if you have like the nose fan thing, like it's not terrible, but it also takes a huge part of the game and the entertainment side and out of the sport when the fans aren't there, like cheering on and rooting and, you know, causing mayhem and chaos. Like, I feel like it's just kind of more like. Okay, I don't know how More you're like going to do practice. that. More like a practice. Yeah. Looks like, like so like, exhibition. Right, so football, like that, that, that's, you know, about crowd noise and stadiums and, you know, tough places to play and, you know, crowd noise when the offense is on the, is on the field. Like, that's not all going to be taken away. And it's kind of like, all right, you know, like, yeah, are we watching a scrimmage or what are we doing? So, I don't know. Hopefully, um, you know, this we, we push through and get out of it and hopefully we are able to adapt and, you know, get back to uh, the new normal and... um sports can live on but yeah you know until then i mean again is it even worth it because you have these teams that are going out and they're you know players are getting getting sick and again is it worth it not just for entertainment purposes but is it worth it for the players as well like going out there and now you're getting sick and then one, one person on the team gets sick well guess what now the whole team has to quarantine yeah <laughs> and then another game is now postponed so it's kind of like all right let's just stop this yeah i mean our you game know? our football game that we were supposed to go see in indianapolis uh we got notice that it's quote-unquote canceled uh for purposes of fans right now so our tickets are being refunded and i think what they're going to do is they're going to operate the fans at least at a lesser capacity so i'm thinking they're looking at um season ticket holders and like premium seats like box seats only and then i guess they'll try and sell off whatever is left but that's if they even do fans i don't know that they're going to even do but i I mean, the point of the matter being that we're not high on the list to get these tickets, so we're probably going to get a refund, But and a place which like, really sucks because like, we were excited to do that. Right. Well, like a stadium like Lucas Oil Stadium is yeah. a dome. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like there mm-hmm. is no outside because you're actually inside. Yeah, of course. We we picked the game. That was that was dumb. I don't know why we did that. It's not dumb. Anyway. Yeah. Right. So that's pretty much the ho-hum of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a bunch of other trips. Well, I have a bunch of other trips coming up this year. Julian has a couple trips coming up the end of this year and next year i think right or is it all next year uh it's all in 2021 oh, okay yeah so my trips Beginning. are the only ones that are like really on the burner right now but yeah all domestic um we're looking at you know a couple other places that maybe we can go just as like a quick getaway we talked about this on the other podcast that you know now is a good time we talked about this with uh page uh Buzoglu from wandering gosling if you haven't listened to that episode check it out um we released it two episodes before this one and she talked about a lot of the you know, local type stuff that you can do. And I think she actually drove to Florida recently, which is yeah, on did. a regular day is insane. Cause that's like so far away. Did she go to Vero beach. Yeah. Is that what she said? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah, they drove. Yeah. And they drove and I think they stopped along the way, which is obviously smart, but, um, that's a, that's a haul to get all the way down there. It's far. But again, I guess that's the safest way to go. It's definitely safer than an airplane. But yeah, so we'll keep you guys updated on what we plan on doing. We definitely want to do more travel blogs of trips we've already gone on, hopefully to give you guys a little taste of the stuff that we used to do when the world was normal. And we're back. Um, We have our guest, Leslie Ann from the Fat Loss Lifestyle School. Hi, Leslie Ann. How are you? Hi, you guys. I'm so excited to hang out with you. 
Hi, Leslie Ann, and we're excited to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We were super excited to find your accounts on social media. We definitely want to hear a lot more. Um, You have so much going on. But just to get started, how did you start this journey with this business? Oh, that is a very long story. How long is your podcast? Um, <laughs> we got time. It could, like a, it could be like a Joe Rogan episode. We could do three hours talking about this. Well, um, yeah, don't test us with a good time because we'll have you back on here. So don't worry about that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So um, how did it start? Um, it started in 2013 when my husband and I moved to North Carolina. And we moved here for his work. He had a job as an engineer. I was already at that time working in fitness as a personal trainer and nutrition coach. I'd been working in DCs and management. um, And when I left my gyms, a lot of my clients were like, well, can you still write recipes? Can you still write us workouts? Like we still want to work with you. So I'd kind of like send them stuff long distance. And I just, I had this epiphany one day in my apartment because I, I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything to do yet. So I just had this epiphany one day while I was washing my hair, of course. Um, (laughs) What if I put it online? Like, what if I just film lessons on my MacBook or my phone and send it to people that way? And this was like 2013. People didn't really have online businesses yet. So it was it was really sketchy that I had this idea. Um, But I I cooked up this idea to do an online training program teaching women how to, at that time it was called Fat Loss Cooking School, and it was built more around cooking because that's really something that was important to me when I was learning how to eat better and how to fuel my body. So it was more focused on how to make healthy food taste good. And it was Fat Loss Cooking School for the first several years, and then we recently changed it to Fat Loss Lifestyle School to kind of encompass the workouts, the mindset, really the whole lifestyle. But um, that's how it started. It It was kind of on accident. I really didn't plan to have an online business it more just came out of the fact that I was burning myself out trying to work in the gym and you know be the personal training manager and teach the group fitness classes and then train my clients and then you know when we left DC I kind of got a minute to like take a breath and and stop and relax and I just I I didn't really want to go back to that hustle like I had before and I um had also one of my coaches was also a mentor for online business. So mm-hmm. she kind of helped me, you know, get get the thing off the ground with like putting up a website and setting up an LLC and all that grown up stuff that I, I didn't know how to do. She helped me with that. So that's really how it started. It was just kind of out of necessity and kind of out of um, circumstances. Just, just how it happened. Right. Yeah. So we talk a lot about um on the show, how we're kind of, you know, faced with change and, you know, that usually pushes us to do the things that end up being the best for us. So I think that that's something that really resonates with your story from what I can tell. Um, and you definitely struck while the iron was hot 2013. (laughs) That's, that's, you know, before, you know, Instagram was really huge. It was before a lot of things took off. So that's good. Yeah, it was, it's so funny now looking at how big online fitness, personal training, coaching is. It's a massive industry. It's so oversaturated. And when I tell people I started back in 2013, they're like, wow. Yeah. I mean, the things that we had to do back then, because like, you know, online learning platforms for hosting like workouts or group programs, like that stuff didn't exist. You had to do it, you know, the long, hard manual way and like string everything together with paper clips and glue and just like figure it out. And it was so janky, but it worked and people got results. 
and it just grew and grew and grew and then the technology kind of caught up but yeah I mean definitely not anything I ever pictured myself doing it really it really was like you said you know something was pushed me into it and I had to adapt yeah 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 we're big on that <laughs> yeah no that's that's absolutely amazing um and yeah 2013 right when everything was right before everything started to pick up um you already had your you know platform established and your foundation built so that's awesome Right yeah, it was there. new to yeah. us. It came, we came across it, and it, it could have been. You could have told me you started it last year. I mean, you keep up with the with the times too, which I think is half the battle. Yeah, it, that's the thing. I don't think a lot of people realize is that the technology changes almost daily, and the algorithms change, and the trends change. So you just have to stay flexible. And I think early on, I got really bogged down by trying to learn the details of like ads, like Facebook mm -hmm. ads, or building a website. And finally, I learned like this stuff is all going to change next month. So why am I spending hours and hours banging my head against the wall? So that's when I started just kind of working smarter, not harder. If I could find someone that was better at it than me, I would hire them to do it. And just kind of not letting perfect and, and wanting to do everything myself the hard long way. Sure. That really slow, slowed me down a lot in the beginning. And I kind of had to learn to let that go because like you said, like things just change so fast and so often. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Um, and then Le Leslie Ann, without obviously giving us too much detail or too much information on what your secrets are, but can you kind of get in <laughs> can you kind of get into a little bit of uh, like what your program is based around? Again, I, I understand it's it's built around um, healthy lifestyle, nutrition, and fitness. Um, if you don't mind, could you share just with our guests kind of like what that what that plan kind of entails? Yeah, I don't mind at all. I would love to tell you. So it's a little deceiving because the name of the program is Fat Loss Lifestyle School. And it's named what it is for a reason. I think I'm a big proponent of selling people what they want, but giving them what they need. And I think a lot of what's out there in the market right now for female fat loss is very geared towards quick fix, extremes, things that are not sustainable. Um, yeah, sure, you might get great fat loss results, but you cannot mm -hmm. sustain them because it's not a realistic lifestyle. And the Amen other to that. Piece of, yeah, the other piece of that is it's a school. So just like school in real life where there's like books or videos or lessons that you have to watch and then you have a teacher, a live teacher, you know, teaching the content, you know, kind of coaching you through it. That's also a big part of our program. Whereas I think, again, a lot of what's out there is like, here's our PDF. Here's our list of rules. Check these boxes and you're good. And just follow the plan. And everybody's different. People don't work like that, at least not in the long term, not most of them. So Fat Loss Lifestyle School is really built around the idea of teaching women how to eat and train for sustainable fat loss. And it is a lifestyle. So we take it one step at a time. There's no dramatic overhauls. It's mainly focused on nutrition. We do address workouts. We do address mindset. But really, nutrition is the biggest style mover for fat loss. And what we find with our clients, and we tend to work with women who are in their maybe like mid to late 20s, all the way up to honestly, we get women in their late 60s. There are women in their late 60s on Instagram who will That's message insane. us and be like, <laughs> yeah, they'll be like, I'm 67. Is it okay if I sign up? And I'm like, let's go do it. And yeah. they do just as great as anyone else. So, you know, it, it really runs the gamut in terms of age range. But what most of them need is just the common sense basics. And they need to get their stress levels down and they need to get some good food in their bodies and they need to enjoy what they're doing so that they can do it for longer than 21 days or 30 days or a challenge or whatever. And once we kind of give them this structured flexibility, they absolutely flourish and it blows them away. A lot of them will say things like, 
I made it so complicated. Like, why did I, why was I trying to do all this stupid stuff when it was really just eating the right amount of, of better foods and mm-hmm. moving my body, going for a walk, getting more sleep? Like, we joke that we're your mom for four weeks. Like, it, yeah. it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, I mean, that's kind of what drew me in. I saw that your program was touted by the clean eating couple, which yes. I've been I've been following them for years and all their recipes and all that stuff. And Liz actually put out that um, your program is the only one she's come across. And I know that this is likewise what she does for a living, um, something similar in the similar type of industry, yeah. you know, clean eating, things like that. So for right. her to say that, like, this is the only thing she's come across that is that is not the snake oil. It's literally a lifestyle and it's not meant to be a quick fix. It's not meant to be a diet. It's not meant to be a challenge or so to speak with like these, all these other programs. I think that's kind of what drew us in. So that, I mean, that in itself is like, is huge for most people. I think a lot of times people are like, okay, can I do, I mean, even whole 30, like, I mean, whole 30, I don't think anybody's going to dispute that the foods on whole 30 aren't healthy i mean i think we can all agree that that's fine but like whole 30 is like it puts in my brain at least the way i function like okay at the end of the 30 days i can just blow it out and just have (laughs) whatever and so you're kind of waiting for those 30 days to be up and i think that that's part of the you know part of the draw for a program like this i mean yeah yeah, and i think i think one of the main um the main things as well is of course uh, leslie and you said it yourself but it's also sustainability like being able to sustain something not just for you know one two or three months but make it an actual lifestyle change and that's what sticks yeah and while being you know a four week you said four weeks right yeah yeah so four week program i mean that sounds manageable. That sounds like something people can tackle and and take something away from. I mean, I think that's great. Absolutely. And it's exciting too. Yeah. Especially if you're brand new to it. Like, I mean, all these resources and tools available to create healthy habits with an inspiring community is absolutely, it's just amazing. That's key. Yeah. That's the other, I'm glad you brought up the community part because that's something that is really integral to success. I think for anybody who's looking to change their habits is you need some kind of support system and accountability. Um, And accountability doesn't mean like somebody looking over your shoulder, like, Hey, did you do this today? Mm -hmm. But like, it really does make it fun when you have this team of people who care about the same things, who have the same goals as you, you can like swap recipe ideas and meal ideas. And Hey, I found this and check this out, guys. I'm so proud of myself. I did my walk today. It's so cool how these, total strangers come together and we have our girls in groups of like 25 to 30 women. So it's Mm -hmm. really small and intimate. They get to know each other. They're from all over the world and all different backgrounds and they do all these different things for jobs. And it's just so cool that they can come together around this one thing and cheer each other on and support each other. And they get sad when, when it's over, they're like, I'm going to miss you guys. And it's like, they don't even know each other in real life. But right. The, commu- <laughs> the community is so, so important. So that's something I think people don't realize they need, but it's really key to success. Hey, all you true crime fans. This is Mike Ferguson. And this is Mike Morf. And we'd like to invite you to listen to our podcast, Criminology. Launched in 2017, we've covered a variety of strange cases from murders to missing persons. Some of the cases are ones you may not have heard of. Other cases we cover are some of the most historic in true crime. There are 200 episodes of Criminology available to binge on right now. And new episodes come out every Saturday night. Subscribe to Criminology today, wherever you listen to your podcast. We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to 
think about the life of the person at the center of the news story, they were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. So the school portion of yeah of f l l s yes that's the acronym <laughs> I had to keep saying it yeah, yeah I had to keep saying it in my head yeah the the school portion of that I also find super interesting so so I you know I'm on your website and I'm clicking through and I'm looking at your background which is super helpful I mean I think it's helpful to have somebody that's transparent about who they are and what they can do yeah but you have a I mean a resume that goes on for pages of <laughs> of your like certifications things like that so can you explain to us like what that school portion is and how that sets your program apart. Yeah, so it is uh, oh, it's like a separate website, basically. We call it a portal. It's like a learning management system, probably similar to what any online university or school would use nowadays. Um, but it's a series of videos that I record and teach. They're about 20 to 30 minutes long. And we break down all the topics that they want to learn about to you know, kind of put the foundation down for their new lifestyle, whether it's learning about um, you know, there's a nutrition 101 video that's like, these foods are proteins, these foods are fats, these foods are carbs. And, you know, if you want to balance hormones like insulin, then focus on eating this amount of protein to this amount of carbs, like really basic, practical stuff. And it's short enough that they can listen to it on their commute or while they're out, like taking a walk with their family after dinner or when their kids go to bed. So we kind of drip the content out as we go through the four weeks. So they're not just, you know, overwhelmed with a bunch of videos at once. But um, yeah, it's it's really just a, a passion of mine. If anybody asked me, like, what do you do? I would say I'm a teacher. Yeah, I'm, I didn't know I was going to be a teacher, but I'm a teacher. And um, really, all the women that work at Fat Loss Lifestyle School as coaches, that's another Thing that really makes them stand out to me and, and reasons why they're on the team is because they are teachers, they're coaches, they have some kind of background in education, coaching or teaching. And that's, it's such an important skill to be able to, you know, take someone where they're at and teach them a new skill in a way that they can learn that's fun, that's engaging, be able to give them feedback and kind of look at the situation and re recognize the one thing that's going to move them forward. Like, what do they need right now? Do they need encouragement? Do they need ideas? Do they need um, a little bit of, of tough love here? Like, what does this person need? So it's, there's really an art to teaching and, and to making this stuff fun and not too dry and not too sciencey. Right. And I think we kind of, we kind of walk that line and, and the feedback we get on the education content is really, really good. So I think we're, we're doing that well. Yeah, that's a that's a total bargain to get what is essentially a nutrition course. And like yeah. you said, it's set up like a university. So it's like you mm -hmm. feel like you're getting a lot more out of something like yeah. that as opposed to, okay, here's your meal plan and you just need to eat right. this every day for eight weeks. It's like, right. okay, I just paid like thousands for, like, for what, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's and it's it's yeah. speaks volumes that you and your coaches have a very hands on approach. The small groups, all that other stuff I think is and great. I don't know about about you guys, but when you were learning how to eat the right way and work out, didn't it help when someone told you why? Like oh, someone yeah. Just said eat protein. Okay, why? Right. Like, what does that do? Well, I don't really I don't really like protein. Tell me why it matters. and Maybe I'll think about it. But like that was the thing that flipped the switch in my brain, getting me out of all the diets that I had done in my 20s 
was finally understanding the science and I right. finally had someone explain it to me, teach it to me. And it was like the lights came on. And that was like, that was the, the game changer for me. And for so many women, when you realize that all the crap you've been taught is just flat out, not true. Right. Yeah. I think that that's a huge portion. I know that like, I think Julian and I both deal with this a lot with some of our friends who are kind of trying to navigate a healthier lifestyle. And you know, they say like, Oh, well, I got this bee pollen pill. And I'm just like, okay, what, why did you purchase that? Like what? Why? <laughs> and it's like, oh, cause somebody <laughs> just said that, you know, you're going to lose every pound of weight that you've gained in the past 15. Like, I mean, it just, mm -hmm. it just seems crazy, but I think you're totally right. I think when it comes with scientific proof and backup and you're able to explain that, I think it, it speaks to your credibility as a coach, first of all. And then second of all, is also something that people can learn and be like, okay, my body's doing this. This is what it needs. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a really hard workout today. What do I need? I'm going to, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm on a hike with my friends. What do I need type of thing? I think that that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's um, exactly it. It's like learning to look at the situation and, and check in with yourself and be like, what do I need right now? Right. Right. You know, it's nine o'clock at night. I'm not actually hungry. I just ate dinner two hours ago. This is just a craving. What did Leslie, what did the girls teach me that I can do for cravings? Okay, I can do this, this, this. All right, good. Versus, right. oh no, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm craving something. Oh man, I'm going to break my diet. I'm starving right now. What am I going to do? And I think giving women that knowledge and empowerment and getting them out of this place where they're constantly in panic and anxiety and like, I'm going to mess up or do something wrong. It's just about like, having that awareness of what's going on, what's your body doing, what does it actually need, and like knowing what card to play. Right. Wow. That's like a tagline in itself. No, I know that. <laughs> that that's like Did that you rehearse the, that one? the banner on your website. Wow. Like to go to Vegas. Yeah. So know what card to play. <laughs> right, right. And, and we've always known this too. I mean, I guess it's the, one of the most common things. And Carl and I have tried, you know, we've done many different nutrition plans and programs. Obviously, we've we've done uh, one that we kind of basically still do today that has been sustainable for a long period of time. But um, I know one of the fads going around for a while, and I get it, some people can do this and sustain it, but kind of like the no carb, lack of carb thing, you know, and kind of understanding that carbs are important and they're not the enemy, but, you know, knowing mm -hmm. when and how much to eat of them at what times is, is key. And that is what helps bring you to success. You know, they're not the yeah. enemy. It's knowing how to, knowing, like you said, understanding what nutrition does to, to your body and understanding how that protein, that fat and that carb affects you on a daily basis. Yeah. Are you, are you talking about the keto diet there? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess for lack of a better term, that seems to be the hot button one. And full disclosure, we've tried that way of eating before. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. And, and, and it worked for a little it did, while. It did. It does make you, I mean, but the fact of the matter is, is it's, it's disguising cutting your calories with, yeah, yes, that's yes, what it exactly. is. Yeah. Yep. And yes, people don't understand exactly. that. Yeah. And you're, and you're eliminating an entire food group by doing that. And it's, right. you know, there's, there's negative health effects. And it comes with, that. it goes with fasting for obvious reasons. And, you know, and, but when you look at a big picture, you're like, oh, the calorie deficit. Yeah, exactly. That's all yep. it is. Calories in, calories <laughs> out. Yeah. And we've, we've tried to explain that to people. And some, some people want to hear it. Some people don't. So you got to just kind of right. take it as it comes. The other thing that I saw actually recently, I think on your Instagram, there was a uh -huh. post about if you're losing weight, that's, that's great and everything, but let's look at these other things. Let's look at sleep. Let's look at how you feel when you're working out. Let's look at, you know, water yeah. intake, all these other things. So what are some other things or other parts of a lifestyle that your program helps improve? I think the first thing that we go after right out of the gate is stress. That is probably the number one issue that is driving all the dysfunction in our clients. It's the reason they can't sleep. 
Mm-hmm. It's the reason they're hungry. It's the reason they're craving the wrong kinds of foods. And it's the reason they, you know, they lay awake in bed at night and they're wired, but they're exhausted and they need energy drinks and coffee to make it through the day. Right. If we can fix the stress, it's kind of like the underlying issue that's driving a lot of things that are going wrong for them. So I know everybody talks about this now, like stress management and just do yoga and just do meditation. But the thing that we've found has been the easiest thing for our clients to implement is a daily 30 minute walk Mm -hmm. and just getting them to understand this concept of non-exercise activity, which you guys might know that acronym NEAT, Mm -hmm. but that's all the calories that your body burns each day, just moving, like walking to your car, walking around target, walking your dog, all that stuff adds up. And the beautiful thing about that type of movement is it's not going to increase your cravings and your hunger the way that traditional cardio or intense exercise will. So it's kind of a sneaky way of like burning more calories each day. Not a lot, but it does add up. It does, yeah. the, you know, it, it really does help move the dial. Um, so it's doing that. And then it's also lowering your stress, especially if you're doing it outside. So that's a huge one is is the stress management piece. Um, once that gets dialed in, other things kind of start to fall into place because then you do have more energy to, to get a workout in. You do fall asleep better and get better quality sleep. You know, once it, it, it's kind of like a feed forward cycle. It all we start with one thing at a time. But once you kind of get all the pieces in place, like the meals, the work, you know, the weightlifting, the workouts, the walking, the sleep, it just kind of becomes this this nice little system that that you just kind of lock into. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say that like the way that you've and Julian and I talk about this all the time, like between uh-huh. ourselves, but the way that you feel when you're when you're eating the right way, fueling your body with the right foods and, you know, getting exercise, things like that, it it makes you feel a way that like you keep going after that feeling. Uh-huh. You know, and then when we go off the rails, which everyone does, I mean, you know, we totally. have our ice cream, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And then I just feel lethargic and tired and I have a headache and all these other things. My body just gets out of whack and we're just like, wait, this is why I eat healthy all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is why I try and like eat well, because I don't like the way that I feel after eating, you know, whatever indulgence that we have. I think that's the biggest thing too, because I know um, I I can't mentally concentrate. Um, I'm kind of like in a mental funk when I know I haven't been eating well, um, whether mm. it's not enough food or whether it's the wrong, you know, type of quality food. Um, so I know like when I'm kind of, and sometimes Carly, you know, makes fun of me, but when I'm kind of like eating, when I'm eating my, <laughs> my egg whites in the morning with oatmeal oh, and, God. and it's one more egg, the smell that, that yeah. <laughs> like, but like when I'm, when I'm, you know, or when I'm having, you know, my um, grilled chicken with maybe half a cup of brown rice and, uh, maybe, you know, things like that throughout the day. Um, y- yeah, although it's, I, I just feel better that way and I can think better. I feel like I'm, yeah. A better person. Um, I'm, I'm. I perform better. Um, you know, at work and doing normal day to day activities. I just feel more optimistic. I feel more alive. I feel better. I feel ready to take on the next, you know, objective. And that's the biggest thing too. And when I'm not eating well, uh, I just like feel lethargic, and I feel like I just want to roll over and just start, you know, go to sleep. Yeah, go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's not like you found your formula. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what works. I think that, and the part that I make fun of him a lot for is like the, <laughs> the measurement, and that's the like. I understand that like certain things need to be measured, and obviously you need to be careful about how much you eat and this and that. But what I like about your program is it seems like you give people the tools to 
kind of eyeball things and think, okay, you know, I have this in front of me. I'm at this restaurant. I'm at the airport. I'm at here. I'm at there. And I can figure out what it is that I need here without having my scale and measuring cup. And I think that that's crucial for people. I mean, I think that that's something that is invaluable. It's not that I'm against macro tracking. I think there is so much value. And this is something I even tell my clients. I'm not saying you need to weigh and measure everything that goes in your mouth. But at some point, you probably should like look at an actual serving of chicken or turkey or fish on a food scale and teach your eyes to know what that looks like. But you can't bring that with you when you're traveling on a business trip and when you're at your mom's house for Christmas and you're going on family vacation. And what a lot of people do is as soon as they get outside that perfectly controlled bubble of being at home is they just throw in the towel. Mm -hmm. They're, They're like, well, I can't wait. What the heck? Might as well just do whatever I want. Right. And they gain back what they lost. And it just becomes this vicious cycle. So I think what you said is exactly right. Like learning to eyeball it is a huge skill and you can get pretty darn close. And this is what we teach our clients in just the beginner phase is how to build your plate, no matter where you are in, you know, in a way that's going to keep you from getting hungry. Um, That's going to minimize cravings. It's going to give you steady energy, steady blood sugar. And you know, meals don't happen. One of the things we like to say, one of my mentors taught me this phrase is meals don't happen in isolation. So if you get one meal right when you're traveling, like if you can just get your breakfast right when you're traveling, that dramatically increases the chances that you're going to make better choices for the rest of the day. Right. So just knowing you have those skills to eyeball it, no matter where you are, you can find something and it doesn't have to be perfect. Get it as close as you can. That is I think such a happy place for people to be in because then it's doable. And then it's not this on off, on off, on off. And that, that sucks. I mean, that's just a fight. That's miserable. Right. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, And I know I've, you know, Carl and I have both have traveled for work and, you know, if the way I see it too, if you don't need to eat off, you know, off the menu or whatever, I'm talking the right word, but if you don't need to like, if you're not going out like having an indulgent meal, like and there's no need, there's no need for it. Yeah, you'll feel better. Um, like you said, uh, Leslie Ann, like just kind of like to be able to eyeball something and go, okay, yeah, you know this mu- this amount of carbs, this amount of fat, this amount of protein, eat it, and then continue on to the next thing throughout your day. And then that person, you'll you'll feel good throughout the entire day, right? And you're gonna feel satisfied knowing, hey, you know what? Like although I'm not perfectly measuring my food right now i've been eyeing it i feel good right i know it's it's, it's I'm, I'm around the right ballpark and as you said or you know you can continue on the rest of your day and you're gonna feel good um and you're not gonna go off the wagon i think it's easier to sustain that especially while you're traveling yeah. to be able to look at you know what you're eating and kind of be able to look at the the size of, of, of it is that you are eating and then it's, it's just it's more sustainable excuse me it's more sustainable yeah. that way even if you're out to dinner and they give you like a huge portion of something um <laughs> right. knowing like okay listen but if i have this right here by looking at it i'm good yeah. and i don't and if i'm not hungry you know what i don't need to eat the rest of it right now i can save it for another meal yeah totally yeah i think that that's, our, that's really valuable yeah I, our clients will even say like they come home from a business trip doing it this way they come home from a vacation doing it this way and they're like holy crap i lost weight yeah what, how did that happen <laughs> i yeah. didn't weigh anything i even had a cocktail one night like what in the world and i'm like <laughs> You just got to let go a little bit and trust yourself. And if you're eating high protein, high fiber, you're doing the best you can. It's pretty surprising. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't have to be so stressful. <laughs> right. Please tell everyone. <laughs> right. Agreed. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's, that's the biggest thing for people. I think that they just, and you know, it, it also comes down to 
kind of grading like your indulgences like okay i'm you know i'm at this airport for five seconds do i really want to waste like a quote-unquote cheat meal although i don't really love that phraseology i kind of like that is like a mental health type of meal like i just do this to keep myself <laughs> yes. sane um yes. because you're not cheating on anything you don't have you know a relate you know a marriage to this food or that food yeah um so you know i and julian and i are are really big on this like i'm not gonna waste an indulgent meal or calories on something that's not exactly what I want. So <laughs> yeah, we've, we've done it before. We, I'm yeah. sure we've all and have. then we get upset and angry and then I'm on, you know, the Peloton for an hour and a half and it's just not good for anyone. Um, trying to take it back. Yeah. Trying to take it back, which also, yeah, also not the best idea, but, but regret, yeah, regret. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, um, yeah, no, I, I can appreciate that for sure. Um, yeah, we go ahead. On the topic of treats, we um we actually teach them this thing that I created when I lived in D.C. Because as you probably know, D.C. is the land of fundraisers and happy hours mm-hmm. and there's hors d'oeuvres and like there's always events with food. So I created this little system for myself called the three eyes. And this is what we teach them in fat loss lifestyle school. And it teaches them to decide what's worth it and what's not. And the first thing is to identify what you really want. Because not everybody loves all things. Like, I'm sure you guys have really specific treats that you're like, oh, that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. I would kill for that. And then other stuff you're like, meh, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And it's like people just eat stuff because it's in front of them without even asking, like, do I even actually like this? Right. Right. Like, that's the first one is, like, identify what you really, really love and then investigate where you can find the best possible version. Because if you're at some event and there's a platter of cookies, but you're like, "Mm, those kind of look stale and crusty, like they maybe have been sitting there all day. But I really want a cookie. I'm actually going to go hit that bakery on my way home that has really amazing cookies and get one really good chocolate chip cookie and treat myself tonight. Right. Instead of trying to fill that void with shitty, shitty conference cookies. Shitty, stale (laughs) conference cookies that are like that were frozen and made who knows when. And then the last one is like indulge mindfully, like just enjoy every bite and then go on with your life. So like that little system, it just helps them kind of let go of that fear and anxiety of like, Oh no, I'm going to lose my, lose my mind. If I see a cookie, no, you're not like you're a big girl. You, right. you can do this. It's right. just about having some skills. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think that's integral too. I think that's a huge part of it. Um, you know, quality indulgence foods. That's my motto. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Don't waste those calories. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, yeah. Agree with that. Um, so agree. your program, I've noticed there's like start dates and I would assume that comes from the hands-on nature of the program. Um, yeah. so you run them how often? Um, last year we were running them back to back, like on a monthly basis. And then when COVID hit, we kind of put the brakes on initially because, we weren't really sure how people would react. Okay. And so, we, I, you know, I think maybe we had something scheduled for March and then we canceled it because we were having a team. We decided to take March to get together as a team. And the weekend that we did our team retreat was the last weekend before airlines like started cutting their flights before states started ordering stay at home orders. Sure. So we kind of, we squeaked in just in the nick of time. And then we just kind of started on social media asking people like, do you even want to hear about this right now? Or are you going to scream at us if we talk about fat loss when there's a pandemic? So come to find out, apparently people care very much and they really wanted help and structure and accountability and we have, I mean, June was our biggest program ever. Oh, wow. We've hit, re- we've hit record registration for August, which starts on Monday. 
And, you know, we kind of run the programs based on demand and just kind of, you know, keeping keep it's a very intuitive thing on my part, just kind of looking at the demand and, and putting feelers out and being like, okay, yeah, we have enough to run this month. Let's do one now. Let's do one then. Yeah. Um, so I wish there was like a, a system to it, but right now it's just me kind of feeling things out. Yeah. I think that's important. I mean, I think, and I think it's great that you, and obviously Instagram is a great platform to do that, to reach out to your audience yeah. and just see like, Hey, are you guys interested in this? I mean, I, for one was like, okay, how am I going to do damage control on being in my house all the time? <laughs> steps away from my right. ki- kitchen, you know, things like that. And like wanting to put together a gourmet, no holds barred meal every time I eat, like, you know, whereas I'm used to kind of like the strut, like we've talked about the structured, like, okay, you're going to have yeah. this and this, and then, you know, you have to leave the house for work. So there's nothing else to eat. Whereas now I'm just sitting here and I'm just like, huh, just take a walk over to the kitchen. Why not? You know, get out I a little eat. bit. Yeah. yeah, I could eat. <laughs> Julian loves that phrase. I could eat. <laughs> I don't know. I could eat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Leslie, Ann, could you, could you get into, I'm not sure, but can you kind of enlighten us maybe a little bit on if there is potential for a men's program in the works at all? There is. This is so funny because we we joke that we have like fat loss lifestyle school dudes who are like, you know, unofficially in the program. It's right. all the husbands and boyfriends of our clients. Yeah. Um, kind of end up sometimes they know that their wife or their girlfriend or their partner is doing it. And sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes they're just like, uh, can you make me one of those omelets? Like, what is that huge, awesome salad that you're eating? And can I have one? Right. Sometimes like they just fall into it because the food is damn good. Right. And they don't even know that their partner has signed up for this thing. Or sometimes they do, and they really are doing it together. And that's awesome to see, but it's, it's the same principles. The only difference is like guys for the most part are bigger, have more muscle mass. Sure. So they eat more than us, but everything else is still the same. I mean, obviously they don't need to learn about menopause and some of the stuff we talk about like that, but right. yeah, we are, we are absolutely looking at, you know, creating a specific version for guys. Um, and I would love to get that done before 2020 ends because there's definitely a demand for it. Oh, wow. That's sooner than I thought. No, that's amazing. Yeah. No, wow. That's, that's got to strike while the iron's hot and you, we get asked about it all the time. So wow. sometimes you're, you're, you just need to like say yes and, and make the net as you're falling. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have some very happy, uh, boyfriends and husbands and yeah. girlfriends and wives. Um, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> and that's the best part is like when you know that an entire family has completely changed course because of of what we do right it's like the most rewarding thing to get pictures from our clients where they'll like take pictures of their kids stealing food off their plate or (laughs) like you know they ask for me to make them extra vegetables and you know they love the roasted broccoli and they call it little trees and they love it now and it's like the kids feel better. The kids have more energy. They're, you know, doing sports and they need to be fueled properly. And it's just like the, the spillover effect and how it changes lives and families. Like, I just think it's, it's like, it's not even work. We just love what we do so much. It's, it's stupid. That's great. No, yeah. That's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's the dream. You're living the dream. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. So we're running out of time for today, but like we said, you know, you're always welcome on our show and we would love to talk more um, about your journey and everything. Um, But we want to make sure that our audience knows how to reach you. So what's the best way to get in touch with you and how can they go about following uh, the fat loss lifestyle school? The best place, my favorite place to hang out is Instagram. I'm really active on Instagram stories. I'm on there every day. Um, So if you just go to fat loss lifestyle school on Instagram, that's where we are. 
And I would love to hear from you. Just reach out and say hi and tell me you found me on this podcast. And then you can also get connected from there with the other girls who who work at Fat Loss Lifestyle School. The coaches, they're awesome too. Um, but yeah, Instagram is really probably the best place. And from there, you can find our website, our email list, our podcast. Like there's, we got so much stuff. <laughs> awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming through. We love talking to you and thank I you so have much. a million more questions. So you'll definitely have to come back again. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think you should come on my podcast and oh. we can just have a whole other conversation over there too. Oh yeah. We're down for that. Of course. Yay. We love podcasting. Love it, oh. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Perfect. Perfect. Hosted on dimlywit.com.